Hey, you. I'm talking to you. I need a beer. Bring me some beer now. Traeme cerveza. How come you're not here with a beer yet? I want a beer now. Cerveza. Cerveza? Si, si, como no, si. Aquí tiene un tall boy. My Family is an American drama film released in 1995 and directed by Gregory Nava. My Family tells the story of three generations of a Mexican-American family and shows their journey as they emigrate from Mexico and get settled into Los Angeles. The movie is available on Prime Video. Please go out of your way to watch the movie before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. The film is narrated by Paco, the eldest son of Jose Sanchez, who begins his journey from Mexico to Los Angeles on foot. He meets and falls in love with Maria, an American citizen. They eventually marry and have children. However, one day Maria is illegally deported while she is pregnant with her third child. It takes Maria two years to get back home to Los Angeles where she is reunited with Jose as she introduces him to their son Chucho. Twenty years later, at Jose and Maria's eldest daughter Irene's wedding, the rest of the family are introduced, including Tony, Memo, and Jimmy. During the bouquet throw, Tony catches it and reveals to her parents that she has decided that she will become a nun, much to the delight of Maria. During the wedding, Chucho's rival, Butch, is introduced where he threatens Chucho, but he does nothing, citing his sister's wedding being more important. At a dance hall, Chucho and Butch confront each other and it escalates into a knife fight. Chucho accidentally kills Butch, making him a fugitive. The cops eventually find Chucho. He tries to escape but is shot and killed right in front of Jimmy. The film then transitions 20 years later, as Jimmy returns home after a prison sentence, thus revealing that after Chucho's death, Jimmy turned to a life of crime. One day, Tony visits her parents. She reveals to them that she is no longer a nun and has married a priest named David. Together, Tony and David help refugees, one of them being Isabel, a woman being held for deportation in El Salvador. Tony convinces Jimmy to marry her in order for her to stay in the States. Jimmy is reluctant, but eventually falls in love with her. Shortly after, Isabel is pregnant. She gives birth to their son Carlitos, but dies in childbirth, thus making Jimmy go back to a life of crime, which leads him back to prison. Four years later, Jimmy is out of prison and finally meets Carlitos. Carlitos initially resents him, but he eventually accepts him as Jimmy promises he will never leave him again. The film ends with Jose and Maria at their home, telling each other how lucky they are for the life they have. You know, I remember as a kid watching Selena. Yeah. And everybody will tell you how fucking beautiful Jennifer Lopez was as Selena as she was. But damn, Constance Marie, fuck. <clears throat> Especially the scene in the beginning when she's teaching little Selena how to dance. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Dude, that's one of the, yeah, one of my... One of the moments I knew I was becoming a man. <laughs> That's good. I like yeah. it. Shout out to Kimberly, the Pink Power Ranger for Ooh. for me. Uh, uh. That's where it all started. Okay. 
And uh, speaking of Angie, we got a lot to say about her, Constance Marie. And let's not waste any time. So let's get right into it. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 13. Oh, it's actually episode number one. Remember, we're on yes, of, of season two. Season two, episode one, overall number 13. Yes. Of Beer in a Movie with the We Side Boys. We're your hosts. Fantastic as always. I'm Tiki the Dominator. And I'm Danny. Yeah, man. We're just going to get straight into it. If you're not familiar with us, we are that podcast that reviews movies, underrated movies, hidden gems, if you will, and beer, of course. And we try to incorporate the beer with the movie. And let's not waste any time. We're going to get into the movie My Family, which is a recommendation by my good brother. We'll get into that in a little bit. We're going to get into all the characters. We're going to get into the plot, all that good shit. But if you're new to us, this discussion of the movie does not start without opening up some beers. So, brother, let them know what our poison for tonight is. Today, we are drinking Bohemia, established in 1905, made in Mexico. It is a Pilsner. Mexican Pilsner? Ooh, I haven't had this in a long time, bro. I want to say fucking like a good old 10 years since I've had one of these motherfuckers. I don't know if I've ever had it. I feel like I probably have. I just don't remember, but mm. here we go. And then here's here's uh, Swig to the good man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Yes. Mm, that's fucking good. Fucking yes. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Is it as good as you remember? Yes, man. This is fucking good. Um, ooh, I can't wait to get to like a ranking and all that stuff mm-hmm. for you to get a ranking too. But yeah, uh, while we ponder that off, bro, let's give uh, we don't really have like a shout out of the week per se. But the reason we're doing this movie, this beer, and it's coming out this time is from my good brother, uh, Eric Velpondo, who we gave him a shout out last week. And the mysterious skin episode. He told us, man. And Danny and I had an initial amount of uh, movies that we wanted to uh, review before we started to get into these recommendations from everybody. But this one was too fucking good to pass up. So the good brother, Eric, he told us that the movie My Family, the beer Bohemia to come out for Cinco de Mayo weekend. It made too much fucking sense so if we pushed up the schedule a little bit more we altered it for the sake of this shit and it was a fucking great idea because this movie was really good Mm -hmm. i remember this beer being fucking great and it just it made too much sense man so what are your initial thoughts of this beer brother you know it's really good Uh, i'm surprised i don't remember if i've had it as i previously said yeah but i feel like i would know since it's pretty good so maybe i did never have it yeah, but if you remember, dude, in one of our earlier episodes, uh, I, I said that I had gotten invited to this uh, beer party. Yeah. Right? So this is the beer I brought. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can see why. Yeah. Uh, I I figured I'd bring something that I don't think anybody's ever had because mm-hmm. I was the only Mexican there <laughs> invited to that. Uh-huh. And, and if you remember, that's where I, I drank St. Pauli Girl for the first time. Yeah. And I had to pretend. From, from North had, America? North America, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And I had to pretend that I liked the beers because everybody over there brewed their own shit and it tasted like dog shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, I brought this beer. And so I, so when, when Eric told us that, like, oh, this is the beer that would be good mm-hmm. for this podcast, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm all for it, brother. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we'll, we'll give it a ranking right now, brother. Actually, I got a little story. 
Okay. Really quick. But wait, what is it called? Remember? What? Tiki story time. Oh, thank you, brother, for bringing that up again. <laughs> yeah. It's that time again. Yeah. Story time with Tiki. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. A swig for the Goodman for that. <laughs> Cheers. Mm-hmm. So shout out to my good brother, Eric, again. To put a little uh, movie twist on this is back in in high school, um, a certain somebody, I won't say this motherfucker's name, but uh, he had to do a uh, a project, a world cultures project, and they had to do a a uh, it was like a short film on the life of a factory worker. Okay. And my good brother Eric uh, was the lead in this fucking short film. Ooh. It was fucking. It was so fucking hilarious, dude. And then shout out to my good brother Edgar Montiel, uh, Mike. He's the gentleman I told you about, brother, that uh, in the American History X episode, Danny slapped the shit out of him. Oh, because yeah, Because yeah. he said the Chow's bike instead mm-hmm. of chaos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chow's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so shout out to him. Uh, they were like the, like Eric was the lead guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Micah was like the side character who was also a factory worker. Okay. And bro, we, we had no fucking like editing technique or nothing like okay. that. It was just. We're recording it. Don't fuck up. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know? That's a good way to and, go. And it's funny because like he's they're telling they're acting out that it's uh the life of a factory worker back in fuck, I don't know, the Great Depression. I don't fuck remember, okay. to be honest. Okay. So one scene, there's a scene where where uh they, they have like a, a fucking altercation or whatever and, and Eric kills him. Right. Yeah. So he brings out a knife, but we didn't have enough we didn't have a fucking prop, dude. So he <laughs> We had to give him a real fucking knife Uh-oh. to fucking like to stab him and shit. Okay. And what what made it so fucking funny is that we don't know how to edit or anything, you know. Uh-huh. So in one scene, Mike is like fully like he's not bleeding or anything. And the next scene, he's fucking bleeding. Like okay. just cut to that, just because we we didn't know how to edit. Yeah. Yeah. So one scene is clean. The next scene, he's fucking bloody. Hey, sometimes you gotta do some hard cuts. Hey, man, and it was fucking hilarious, dude. And then. To bring up another thing, my, our our late brother Danny Urbina, right? He was in this movie too. Oh, okay. Yeah, and dude, he used to wear this big old fucking red sweater, mm-hmm. right? And he didn't he didn't want to. Uh, I don't remember why, but he didn't want to show his face in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. So he he had a, a hoodie over his face, and I remember I remember his lines, bro, because I was trying my hardest not to laugh, but okay. his, his lines were. Because he was worker number one or okay. worker number three, I don't remember. Okay. And he his lines were, "Damn these hours, get back to work, you piece of shit." And it, <laughs> and it it ended up being like that in the final cut. Okay. Because we can't edit anything out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then at the very end, dude, uh, all the when the movie's over, everybody, oh, here comes that burp, dude. Oh. Yeah. I'm assuming it's a good one. Fucking great one, dude. So at the end, dude, they have to. Uh, they have to like say, oh, I am so-and-so and I was this character, right? Uh-huh. So again, Danny has his fucking hoodie over and he goes, I was worker number three and my name is Daniel Dildo. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude, I fucking remember just fucking laughing hard and I, I had no part in it. I was supposed to have one part mm-hmm. where I was uh, supposed to uh, take out like some little fucking like toy. Okay. And I didn't do it because I didn't get a cue. So you can in the movie you can hear Danny go, You didn't do it, Tiki. And yeah. it made the final scene too. <laughs> hey, man. It makes the final cut, dude. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious, man. Hmm. And here's a here's the kicker for this. This fucking copy 
exist. Unfortunately, it's in the hands of someone that we have no communication with. Uh, so that's, that's the unfortunate thing. But, that's a shame. Yeah, but uh, there's our little shout out to the good brother, Eric, once again. And I know he's listening to this and getting a good kicker of the fond memories he had of recording a life of a factory worker back in, I believe, 2004 or five, man. So Holy cheers, cow. guys. Cheers. Cheers. All right, brother. Let's rank this fucking amazing beer right here. All right. You go first this time. Sounds good. All right. So I'm going to give this a four and a half out of five stars, bro. Okay. And here's why. I'm going to say that my favorite Mexican beer is going to be Pacifico. Yeah. Right? It's a fucking great beer. Mm-hmm. It's something that I could, uh, I can just sip, you know, and then I can actually like eat food with the Pacifico. Oh, yeah. I don't think I can do it with this beer, though. Uh, as far as taste, this is fucking crisp. It's refreshing. Uh, smooth as fuck. It's not... It's only a 4.7 ABV, so it's not it's not too hard. Okay. Uh, just overall, fucking great beer, and I haven't had it in many years since. But I'm after this, I'm gonna start buying a little more, man. This is fucking great. Okay. Four and a half stars out of five. Yeah. Okay. Well, for me, I would have to give this a four. Um, pretty high. I know we've been <laughs> been on some high ones lately, right? I feel like we yeah. need to do a shitty beer to kind of break it up, but. No, I give this a four. It's it's really smooth. The flavor is really good. It's kind of caramely. That's what mm-hmm. I get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not harsh at all. Like you said, it's relatively low ABV. Uh, you could sip on this all afternoon and you know have a good time. Oh shit, man! I just noticed too that right here they even give you the calories. Oh, oh. fuck! I'm calorie conscious, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh, I only drink brewskis like on the weekends, dude, or for the podcast. You yeah, know? yeah, pretty much. Man, I kind of liked it if they didn't give me the fucking calories to look at yeah i mean normally they don't right <laughs> this one does dude fuck it mm-hmm. but hey man calories don't fucking count on the weekends in my opinion so fuck yeah it. all right four and a half out of five for me four for you brother mm-hmm. cheers another swig for the good man yeah yeah so let's get right into it brother mm-hmm. my family and i'm late to the party man i barely watched this not too long ago yeah i've uh i've seen this movie when it first came out, I didn't see it in theaters, but my family loved this movie. So uh, it came out in 95, right? Correct. We saw it on video probably 30 times. I haven't seen wow. it. I haven't seen it since the 90s, I don't think. But during that short time, we watched it many a time. So I'm very familiar with this movie. I love it. Yeah, we had. I got a lot to say about this, bro. Mm-hmm. But I'll just go and say that it was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it a lot. And uh, let's get started with the characters yeah. for this movie. So the first person we got to bring up is uh, is Paco because he narrates the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's played by the great Edward James Olmos. Yep. Uh, by the way, dude, Edward James Olmos, man, he, he's a, he's got a good voice for narration, man. Mm-hmm. Very good. I, I was, uh, And what, one thing I want to mention, too, is that while he's narrating the movie, he's like typing out like a story. Yeah. Right? In a typewriter. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know if he says that he's a writer or anything, but it just like it's like he's typing out the story, and the story is the movie. Yeah, later. Uh, well, after do, do, yeah, do they bring that up? Dude? Yeah, he says like I want to be a writer, and his parents kind of don't approve. Oh. So there's a little scene that that hints to it. So cool, that's cool, that's cool. why he does the typing. Gotcha, gotcha. And the next character is uh, I'm going to bring up is Chucho, mm-hmm. who's played by S. A. Morales. Yes, fucking great man. Uh-huh. I I kind of feel like um like. We'll get into all the like the stuff that these uh, these actors their later work. Uh-huh. But every time I see I say Morales, it's he's kind of like stereocast as uh, 
like a gangster or do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's more of the same from what I've seen, but that mm. doesn't mean I didn't like it. I very much enjoyed him in this. Yeah. I feel like his performances are always really well done. Yes. Very. Uh, the next character I'm gonna, is going to be Jimmy played by Jimmy Smith, man. Mm. Fucking great, man. Yeah. Fuck. Yes, man. <laughs> I think my mother would uh, agree with you on that one. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> And there, and here's the thing, dude, about this movie is like since since I was like late to watching this movie, right? Uh-huh. So many many years have passed. Yeah, I I watch the movie and then I say, oh wow, like oh there's this person's here, this person's here, there's this per- there's a lot of familiar faces in this fucking movie. Yes. So whenever you're like new to a movie, whenever you see like a bunch of familiar faces, it'll just come up like oh yeah, cool, this like this person's mm-hmm. in this one, this person yeah. in this one. Um, so let's get into some side characters. Okay. Right. We already mentioned her. It's Tony, played by the the lovely Constance Marie. Mm. Mm. <laughs> dude, Angie and the George Lopez show. Yep. Fuck, dude. <laughs> You're a big fan. Damn, she's fine. <laughs> Fuck. That's cheers, all I'm gonna say, man. Cheers to that. Yeah. I Hell mean, yeah. I don't disagree with you. By the way, the George Lopez show is a very good show. Mm-hmm. My sister and I used to watch it all the time. It's yes. a good show. Mm-hmm. All right, the other side character I'm going to bring up is Isabel, played by a lovely lady by the name of Elpidia Carrillo. She was actually an important character in this mm-hmm. for her to be the side character. Yeah. Yeah. So th- those are like the five main characters I'm going, we're going to bring up in this. Mm-hmm. You know, th- there are other like side characters, you know, like like Memo mm-hmm. uh, played. I, man, I, I don't remember his name, but I remember seeing him in, I believe, Blood and Blood Out. Okay. Uh, and, and then some other side characters is... Uh, I don't remember the gentleman's name, but he played Ernie in the George Lopez show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. he was in that. But he was drinking a beer mm. in the wedding, Carta Blanca, another fucking great beer, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and then, dude, there was, I, I saw the movie, dude, and I was like, oh, there's that bitch that killed Selena. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. played Yolanda. Yep, yeah, Yolanda. I, don't, I don't know her name, but in this movie, she's actually nice. She's making tacos and shit. Oh, uh, taquitos? <laughs> yeah. They look bomb as fuck. Maybe <laughs> I was just hungry, dude. Yeah, I know. You know? But yeah, those are the side character or the yeah the characters that we're just gonna bring up. Mm-hmm. And so now let's dive right into the plot. So the yeah. new, the movie starts with Paco narrating, and this is the introduction to like his his father, mm-hmm. uh, Jose, who's played by Jacob Vargas. Yep. So if you guys don't know him, it's Joker from uh, Next Friday. Mm. <laughs> by by the way, he was fucking funny in that dude. <laughs> no more locked doors. Remember that part? Yeah. I'm an Aztec warrior now. <laughs> yeah, fucking good shit, man. So he he travels from. From Mexico to L.A., it takes him one year to get yeah. there, right? He meets, yeah. like, a distant relative who goes by the name of California, mm-hmm. right? So, and then there he meets Maria, who's played by fucking Jenny from the block herself, Jennifer Lopez. Yep. So, this movie came out in 1995, bro. Mm-hmm. So, this has got to be only a couple years of J.Lo being removed from being a fly girl on In Living Color. Yeah. Yeah, I remember her. She was in that, dude. I don't remember that, but uh, it yeah. sounds right. Yeah, she was just a dancer, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, this is about the time that she was breaking out, right? Mm-hmm. Around, you know, this movie and Selena. Yeah, by the way, bro, In Living Color is a great fucking show. Uh, oh, yeah. Jim, I... Dude, Jim Carrey, when he did the Vanilla Ice thing, uh, yeah. fucking great. That's probably my favorite one mm-hmm. I ever saw watching that show. And he was also, they liked him as, what was it, Fireman Steve or something? Yeah. Or Fireman Bill, I don't Bill, remember. Bill, yeah. There you go. I know what you meant, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fucking, Jim Carrey was my favorite uh-huh. in, in that show. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Homie the Clown, Damon Wins. yeah, good shit. <laughs> but back to the task at hand, brother. Mm-hmm. So she meets, uh, excuse me, 
Paco meets Maria. Uh, they fall in love. They have children. Yep. So the the part I want to do bring up though is that like they fast forward where like Paco and and the eldest daughter Irene, they're already born, but they go into the part where uh, Maria gets deported illegally because she is an American citizen. Yeah. So one thing I I, I forgot to mention is that this is around the time when when uh, in California like or it was still Mexico. Uh huh. Right, but she's in California, so she's like American citizen, mm-hmm. right? So she gets illegally deported during a a roundup, a mm-hmm. mass roundup. Yeah, and heartbreaking scene because she's already pregnant mm-hmm. with the third kid, who ends up being Chucho. Yep. Right, and so when she gets deported, I like J Lo's acting in it, so it looks very good. Mm-hmm. Um, the part I don't like though, my little nitpick in this is that they make it to to seem like it's a journey for her to get back to where her mom lives in Mexico. Okay. Right. So it takes her like a long time to get there. Right. Uh huh. But like, like she has the same fucking cornrows or not. They're messed up, but they're not too messed up. Mm-hmm. There's no sweat on her. She doesn't look too tired. You yeah. gotta, you gotta make it look more like she went through a fucking journey. Cause it's, it's not an easy thing for you to do. Yeah. And I, I would fucking know because I used to have long hair. I would have cornrows. <laughs> my cornrows were always, I would just get out of a fucking car and my cornrows were already fucked up. Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> just the back of her dress was like dirty and wrinkly. Yeah. yeah so, you know, for just a little nitpick, they could have made her look more tired mm. and shit like that. Um, but yeah, just, just my shit right there. Um, and then we'll get into, Oh, oh, by the way, I got to bring this up that this was around the, the Great Depression yeah, time. Yeah, 1933, so it's 1933 is what mm-hmm. they say. Good shit right there. So um, Maria ends up like reuniting. It takes her two fucking years, bro. Think about that. Two fucking years to get back to L.A. Well, yeah, they dumped her off in central Mexico, yeah. right? And she just goes by foot. Mm-hmm. So fuck it, probably take me three. <laughs> <laughs> Funny as shit, bro. Yeah, so it takes her a long time, and they also they also have that one scene where where Chucho by this time Chucho's already born, mm-hmm. he's just a baby, and yep. so she they almost drown, dude. Yeah, when they're crossing the river. Yeah, crossing the river, and uh, what I like about this is that they're kind of telling us. That in the future, like Chucho survives as a baby, so uh-huh. you know he's gonna be a tough kid when he grows up, man. Yeah, that he survives and shit. But it's a bit of foreshadowing. But we'll get into that a little later, you know. Mm-hmm. So two years for her to get back to L.A. and I do not like this part. I will say I I enjoyed this movie. I do not like this part. If you are going to take two years to finally reunite with your husband, mm-hmm. you gotta have a fucking emotional embrace. They don't see each other for two years, and he just slowly walks up to her, Maria. And she just says, yeah. And they hug. There's no like real fucking dramatic. It could have been so much more dramatic. I, I would agree with that. But I feel like she she cries and she says like, uh, she says like, it could God, have been done a lot better. God opinion. wanted us to be get back here. And then he cries too. I mean, it could have been a lot better, in my opinion, though. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Uh, just a little nitpick there for me, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens is that uh, I did mention El California. Mm-hmm. He passes away. So. Because of that, in his will, he tells Jose that he's going to inherit everything, mm-hmm. which is the home where they all eventually all move in, where uh, a lot of the plot yeah. is taking place at. So they have their home. They have their, their fucking, uh, their residence, right? Yeah. To that shit. And then they fast forward to 20 years later, they're in the year 1958. Yep. 
they fast forward to the wedding and it's Irene's wedding, the eldest daughter. Yep. And this is this part's cool. It's because we start getting introduced to all the other characters of the family. Mm-hmm. So this is where we get the introduction of Tony, uh, Constance Marie, uh, Memo, and Jimmy. But at this point, Jimmy's like really little. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we and then we also get Essa uh, Morales because Chucho's all growing up and the older Chucho, Essa Morales. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, dude, he did a fucking great job, man. Yes, the Pachuco. Yeah, and I don't know how old he is in here, or how old he's supposed to. So, so if, if they fast forward twenty years, then he's fucking twenty. Mm. So, they made him look young. I still think I was like twenty. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, he looks a little. He more, more like twenty-five. Yeah. But... Hey, can I bring up a bullshit part, dude? Yeah, go for All it. Right. Uh, no, no, not in this movie, but like if they made him look 20, I don't, I can totally tell he's like older than 20. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to like go off the topic a little bit. But dude, how bullshit was it that in the movie The Breakfast Club, they wanted to make us believe that Judd Nelson was in fucking high school? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. movies for a completely different topic. So mm-hmm. just something I wanted to add right there. That's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> but yeah, they, they have a wedding. It looks mm-hmm. like a nice fucking wedding. All the families there. Uh, they do bring up that, uh, that the father, it, it like he spent a lot of money. Yeah, he about, almost went bankrupt. Yeah, say, yeah, but that's what they say. Well, what else is money for? Yeah, I I thought that was like great writing in it, right there. You mm-hmm. know, like you're you build up all this money, and you're you eventually, yeah, you're gonna have to fucking spend that fucking money eventually. Yeah, but, and, but for a Mexican uh, immigrant with a big family, you, it's it's great that you spend it on a fucking wedding. Yeah, it's they do a really good job of you know portraying Mexican culture in this and. Yeah. You know, having like a big fancy Mexican wedding is, you know, essential. Yeah. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention too is that when they introduce Tony, they make it to a point that she's bossy. Yes. Yeah. So that, that comes up a little later. Mm-hmm. Right. So we end up getting the introduction of Butch, Butch yes. Mejia. Uh, I don't remember the gentleman's name that played him because I'd never seen him in anything else after that. I've seen him in a couple other things, but I don't remember off the top yeah, of my head. Yeah. So. Excuse me. Oh, there's another one, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Let me get a swig for that, dude. Oh, cheers. Mm-hmm. So Butch is introduced, man. And off the bat, dude, there's tension there. Yes. There's tension between Chucho and him, the rivals. Mm-hmm. And I, I get the rivals, you know. So if you're rivals with someone, especially like around that time, you want to fuck everything up, you know. Yeah, they're they're gang it's, it's they're like, gang members, right? And it's like uh it's like why the fuck are you even there, man? <laughs> Like you're that fucking hard on you, you you want to fuck up a a wedding? Yeah. Well, but he rolls up, brother. He rolls up and tells him, "I feel sorry for whoever your sister's marrying because he has Mm. to spend the night with a pig." It's like, Mm. damn, dude. Mm. And they almost like they bust out the knife and they're ready Mm -hmm. to go for it there. But yes, he brings up the knife Mm -hmm. once again, a little bit of foreshadowing right there, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and then the cool thing is that like Sa Morales's character, Chucho, he he tells him like, "Hey, man, I'll let you talk shit to me." But I'm not gonna let it go because this this wedding for my sister is way more important. Yeah. So I'm gonna let you. And then, dude, I like uh, Butch says some shit that he. It's like, is like the next time these people are, are are gonna be wearing black for your fucking funeral. Yeah. And I was just like, ooh, that's gangsta's fuck, dog. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but at that point, I was just like, dude, just fucking hit him, dude. Yeah. You, you don't let no my fucking man like disrespect you like that. Uh-huh. Come on, dog, hit him. But. He's better. He fucking said, fuck that. This wedding's more important. I'm not going to mm-hmm. fuck up this wedding. Yeah. So good on him on that. But it was. I thought it was like a good thing so that they could bring like the fucking tension. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
Yep. So yeah. And then they cut to another scene where in the in the in the wedding they do the bouquet throw, mm-hmm. right? And uh uh excuse me, Tony, she's the one that catches it. Yep. And she she merely says, No, fuck this, I don't want to do this, and then reveals to her parents that she wants to be a nun. Yeah. Yeah. It surprises then, everybody because all the guys there were lusting after her, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So they're like, Oh, she's gonna be a nun, damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially someone as lovely as her. Yes, know? yes. So, uh, and then and then I, I like too how like the the father is like he's like why are you crying? Was it a man? What did he do to you? Shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I, I just like the the writing in this man. Mm-hmm. It was just so good. Very yeah. believable that a father would say that. And that's pretty much how like the wedding uh, section of the movie ends. And uh-huh. then I want to get to another scene right here, which uh, when I first saw it, dude, I didn't really think it meant too much. But it's it's a scene where. Uh, the father Jose talks with Jimmy, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like a corn talk, mm-hmm. right? Where they talk about, uh, oh, this is how you plant corn. Yeah, and you know when whenever there's like messed up pieces, you just take those ones so that it'll grow again. Yep. When I first saw it, I, I didn't really think too much of it. I just thought it was like like a bonding thing between uh-huh. between the two, but it, it makes a lot more sense uh, later in the film that we'll get more into. Uh-huh. And so while while this is going on, man, this is like where. Uh, as far as the character goes, the character of Chucho is just kind of like his downfall. Yeah. Because we already know the tension between him and Butch. So you know that he's got kind of like a mean streak to him. He can have one. Uh-huh. Although he he is like like good natured as well because you see that scene where he's he's mamboing with the kids uh-huh. and he's stuff like that. Mambo, yep. Yeah. But the thing is like he, he gets into selling drugs. Yep. Right? And so because of this um the the father Jose kicks him out of the house. They have mm-hmm. this whole fight. Yeah, and Jimmy like like little Jimmy like looks up to him. Mm-hmm. So when he gets kicked out of the house, he's he's crying, man, mm-hmm. because he was real close to to his brother Chucho. Yep, you know, just real real tough scene. And so they they get to the scene now where where they go to the dance hall, right? And this is where he's with his lady Chucho. He's with his lady. Uh huh. He sees Butch with with the lady, mm-hmm. and so they're dancing, and then they're they're trying to like one up each other as far as the dance moves go. Yep, you know, and then they bump into each other. And he starts and he tells them like, "Don't fuck with me." Yeah, but they eventually, you know, their their macho their macho ness fucking gets out of hand. Wow. The one thing I'm gonna say though, man, is that like Butch takes out a fucking knife like he did before. Yeah, and like dude, like uh, um, Chucho's lady fucking takes out uh, a knife from her hair, dude. Yeah, it's hilarious that you say that because I was gonna say, fellas. Find yourself a lady that has a knife in her hair for you. Oh yeah, when you need it. Fuck, dude! You see that? Like how she just pulled it out? Yeah, because like, she had a knife to hold her hair in place. Yep. And she said, "Like Chucho, take this." And uh-huh. now they're even because yep. of his lady, dude. Yeah. Right. And so what ends up happening is like, uh, and I say it accidentally because like, yeah, they they they're they're fighting and shit. They get into a knife fight, but you can yeah. tell that when he when he stabs him accidentally, mm-hmm. like Chucho's like, oh shit, like what have I done, man? Yeah. Like I like I meant to like fuck him up, but I didn't mean to fucking kill him. Yeah. You know? It was like an accident, right? Because yeah, they, they, they fall fell. over, yeah. They fell, dude. And then and here here's a fucking thing too, man. I, I get that they did this for like dramatic for like the sh- the shot and shit. It's like uh-huh. what a fucking bitch that like fucking Butch's lady just leaves them uh-huh. dying. Dude. They all leave. They all they, they dip all out. fucking leave them, dude. They leave them there to die. And yeah, shit. only Chucho is the one that cares. He's like he doesn't want to leave because he's like, what did I just do? Yeah, everyone else is fucking scrams, dude. But you know, dude, that if if like let's say like Chucho got stabbed there, his uh-huh. lady would have been right there for him. I think. Yeah, 
She would, cause she seemed down as fuck as to like, here, Chucho, here's a fucking knife. <laughs> I know, right? But fucking Butch's lady's like, no, nah, I'm out. Fuck yeah. this. Like, man, what a, like, I, <laughs> gentlemen, don't get yourself on someone like fucking Butch's lady, man. I'll just fucking leave you when shit is at the bottom. Yeah, when you're literally bleeding on the floor. So <laughs> <laughs> I needed you, lady. Lady, come on now. Yeah, just something I thought I'd bring up, you know? Yeah, yeah. So because of this, man, Chucho's on the run. Uh-huh. He's a fugitive. Yep. You know, and then uh, they they make it to a point that, like he he got cut pretty bad during the fight. Yeah, on his arm. Yeah, it looked pretty bad. Like you know, for like like makeup around that time. Uh-huh. Like I thought they made it pretty damn well. Uh-huh. How how fucking badly that cut looked, you know. Yeah. And so, um, uh, Jimmy Jimmy's the one that like finds him. Yeah. Uh, finds him like in some warehouse looking place. It's right? like a junkyard, I think. Yeah, or something. like around there, like uh-huh. where it's not too far away from their home. Yeah. You know, so like Jimmy's giving him like a soda, mm. nice little fucking detail that he, he, he's been gone a while. So, uh, he gives him the soda. He fucking devours his soda, man. So, you know, he hasn't had much of him in him in like in a minute, man. Yeah. You know, poor, poor guy's been on the fucking run mm-hmm. in, in a while. So he's just trying, he's in hiding, you know, mm-hmm. but again, like this is his downfall. Because the cops eventually find him. Yeah. And they fucking shoot and kill him. And what's the most heartbreaking part is that it's it's right in front of Jimmy, man. Yeah, he was playing ball or something, right? Yeah, he's playing ball with his with his friends. And he just happens to be at the wrong place, wrong time, man. Yeah. And it fucks with him bad. Yep. Where it transitions 20 years later to fucking Jimmy Smith's character. This is the introduction to Jimmy Smith. And to yep. me, bro, when I'm watching this movie, this is, to me, where, like, things start getting really it's already good uh-huh. things start getting really fucking good because of jimmy smith's man yeah i like him i like him in this movie and like when he's introduced he's you could tell he's like a badass yeah like it, they say like he's a loner and he keeps himself except for that anger but as he's introduced he's walking around and you know he bums a cigarette and mm-hmm. it seems like he's respected around the neighborhood still yeah so yeah, and then, yeah, he even like uh, sweet talk with a lady, kisses mm-hmm. her, and everything. So yeah. you know this this motherfucker's he's got some fucking uh, uh, what, what's the word reputation? For? Yeah, like like mm-hmm. a reputation. He's yeah. got he's got charisma to this to him yeah, to yeah. his character. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's he's pretty much after prison, uh, just staying like at his parents' house. Yep. Right, and then and then out of out of the blue, man, Tony comes in and like reveals to the family because she's just there to visit. You know. Mm-hmm. And, oh, a nice little detail, too, because they, they say it's 20 years later, right? Mm-hmm. So the nice little detail they got is that Tony's character, they, they like, dyed, like, gray hair on her. Yeah, she's got, like, yeah. the streaks. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I like how they just, a little attention to detail there, there. Because mm-hmm. little things like that, man, go a long way in a movie. Yeah. Because if she looked exactly the same, it's like, okay, did she fucking age like fucking Paul Rudd here? <laughs> you know what I mean? But she still so, looks good, but yeah. Oh, yeah, she still looks amazing, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Oh, here's another one, brother. Oh, another burp. <laughs> Cheers. This fucking beer is good, man. Yeah. Definitely is. Mm. Another swig for the good man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, right back into it, brother. Tony Tony comes back to be with the family and visits and like pretty much drops like a bombshell on them. Uh-huh. I'm no longer a nun mm-hmm. and I'm married. By the way, I'm married to a priest. Yeah, I like Jimmy's reaction. He's like, <laughs> ching. <laughs> yeah. No, who, the reaction I liked was the mother's actually. Oh, because, when she faints? Yes, because mm-hmm. like she's watching a novella. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A soap opera, uh-huh. right? So so they, when she faints, right? It's mm-hmm. like over dramatic. And here comes Jimmy to like fucking with a towel to wipe the fucking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, it was good, man. It made me laugh a lot. 
but I, I think it was meant to be over the top. Yeah, you it know? was. Just because like like the mother's watching a novella uh-huh. and stuff like that. So I, I love that part. Mm-hmm. And then Tony introduces uh, a David, mm-hmm. uh, which is when I saw him, dude, I said, hey, dude, like that's the guy from Quantum Leap. Yeah, that's who it yeah. is. There you go. Um, the, the gentleman's name is, uh, excuse me. Uh, I might be butchering his last name, but I, I I remember seeing him as a kid, man. Uh, Scott, is it Bakula or Bakula? Uh, I don't know. I didn't never know his I, real name. I, I just know him as the dude from Quantum Leap. Yep, definitely yeah. is him. So he's he's the priest, mm-hmm. which already, dude, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know, right? A nun and a priest? Like, mm-hmm. come I, on. <laughs> I think one of my favorite parts of the movie, too, is when, uh, you know, Paco, uh, when he's working at the restaurant and... Yeah. Uh, they, and his sister Irina or Irena, yeah, Irena, yes. Uh, she says, "What happens when a nun and a priest don't become or no longer a nun and a priest?" And Paco goes, "Oh, you know, they do the same bullshit, political bullshit, except they can fuck it, man." Yeah. And they're all like, "Oh, <laughs> that's was, that was one of my favorite parts." Yeah, yeah, it's good, man. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I laughed at that as well. Uh-huh. Good shit, right there, brother. And so, what what they end up uh, talking about both. Tony and David is that they, uh, for political reasons, they like to help refugees, mm-hmm. right? So this is the introduction of Isabel. Yep. So Isabel is is a woman who's being kept uh, uh, in deportation and all the way out in El Salvador. Yeah. And they, they make it to a point that like if they don't save her, she'll die. Yeah, like, she's gonna she, get murdered. Yeah, like she'll get murdered and shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so Tony comes up with this fucking crazy idea that she needs someone to marry her in order for her to stay in the states. Yep. Which, by the way, dude, that is a fucking crazy idea. Yeah. I don't care how stunning she is, bro. Because <laughs> Isabel's a lovely lady, dude. Yeah. But if I don't know anything about this lady, I'm not going to marry anybody. Yeah. So who's the only person they got is they get Jimmy to do this. Yeah. Right? And and I would have reacted exactly like Jimmy, man. Uh, I said, fuck, I don't want no part of this because mm-hmm. like, it's like, oh, her life is at stake. Oh, fuck, my life's at stake. I just got out of jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, it. For, I just needed to bring up to a point that this is a fucking crazy idea. Yeah, and it, like you said before, she's bossy, right? But she knows yep. how to play people, too, because she convinces Jimmy of eventually. Because, like you say, when he first hears it, he's like, fuck this. Like, there's yeah. no way. But then she's like, well, this is your, your chance to, you know, strike back at the system. Yeah. To say, fuck you to authority. And that's when he's like, all right, okay, all right. Yeah. It, it's the authority, huh? It's, mm-hmm. it's like a fuck you to the authority is what, mm-hmm. like, what persuades him to really say, yeah. all right, I'll so fucking does do it, it right? Yep. Even though he's reluctant as fuck. Yes. Yeah. As he should be. Yeah. And I also want to bring up, bro, that fucking, the entire part of, of Tony talking with Jimmy, uh-huh. it's one continuous shot. Yeah. It's fucking great, bro. I didn't it's, notice that. It's fucking her persuading him. Mm-hmm. He gets up. He tries to take a piss. Trying, you know, they, he's like he's doing the lamp, right? He's yeah, like, yeah. He tries to smoke a cigarette, uh-huh. like he's he's moving around, dude. And like, oh, he also sits down to watch TV, but she turns off the fucking TV for uh-huh. him, and just her attention is all on him to trying to persuade him, to convince him, right? Mm-hmm. You need to marry this girl. Do me a fucking favor. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, it happens, dude. But he's fucking reluctant as fuck, as anybody should be, mm-hmm. right? But he ends up doing it anyways. Oh, I fucked up right here too, dude. I forgot <laughs> this writing part where, because uh, I like the writing in the movie, right? Yeah. And, and the in the one continuous shot, it says like, "Man, like, why do you care? Like, when did you get so bourgeois?" Mm-hmm. And oh. he goes, "He goes, don't ever call me bushwhacked ever again." <laughs> you know? Yeah, that was a good. So part, it's yeah. even got a little like humor in it too, uh-huh. man. Like, mm-hmm. I just I like the writing in this, man. Yeah, yeah. So good. So, 
they eventually marry. Uh, Isabel marries uh, Jimmy, uh, even though he's reluctant as fuck. Yeah. And then uh, Jimmy tells him, like, hey, I don't really want anything to do with you. Yep. I don't want to see you. And then I got a little nitpick here. So he fucking tells her, like, no, I don't want to see you. Mm -hmm. And then he goes home and she's in there waiting for him. How the yeah. fuck did she get in? I feel like uh, <laughs> because she, she goes to the family, I think, right? Because uh, the mother and father know that they're married. But maybe that's later, right? Could be, but I, I just, initially that's just what I thought. Like, how mm. the fuck did she know where he, where not not only where he lives, but how the fuck she get in? Yeah, I guess that's true. A little nitpick there, man. Not explained yet. But yeah, we'll get to the scene where like Jimmy starts opening up to her a little bit. So uh, he's washing his car. He's listening to oldies. Uh -huh. I gotta say this too, bro. Like, I'm not fond of like oldies music. Oh, what? But, but I am not, dude. But like the music they use in this is actually it sounded real nice to me, man. Yeah. So anybody here is if they're knowledgeable about like oldies, man, please tell me some oldies music that I'm missing out on, man. Yeah, because the, the music sounded nice. I think I'm gonna use one of these oldies songs uh, during the Instagram post, the story, dude. Yeah, it, when yeah, it's 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 fucking nice. It sounded great to me. I feel like they did a really good job because this movie kind of reminds me of my family, right? I mean, I uh -huh. I know I don't seem very Mexican, but you know I'm a full blood Mexican. Uh, it reminds me of my aunts and my uncles. They love all that oldie shit, like Angel Baby and all that stuff. So I thought- I'm the, your puppet? No, Is that the, yeah. the name of the song? Yeah, all that stuff, dude. It's like, uh, it's big in the, the, the Mexican the Mexican culture, you know, especially like in that time period, the 50s, 60s. Yeah, they do a good job fucking. Mm -hmm. And then the detail too is that the cars are uh -huh. from like from that time too, you know? Yep, yep. Good shit right there, man. Mm -hmm. So to get back to that scene, Jimmy's washing his cards, the scene of oldies. Isabel comes out and fucking turns off the music and puts on like salsa music, right? Yep. So mm -hmm. they start like dancing and all. So for me, man, that would be like, like for me, like I'm washing my car and I'm listening to Metallica. Uh -huh. And they turn off the Metallica to put on Avril salsa Levine. music. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Avril Levine, skater boy. There you go. Shit like that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking great, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. So they, they, they start dancing and. You can see slowly that like Jimmy starts like opening up to her. Like yeah. he, he at least tries to dance with her, mm -hmm. you know, and then they they kiss, they they go to the room and then they like consummate the marriage. Yep. So to speak, right? Mm -hmm. The one thing I want to bring up though in in this scene though is that when uh he uh she brings up the tattoos, right? Mm -hmm. So like he he tells her that story of how he got in jail. Yep. Which is he remember it's for robbery, right? So he had to break a glass, mm -hmm. and he just talks about all the pain there. So yeah, the 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 glass part is what got me because it's like okay, there's there's gotta be a reason why he's saying like uh, the glass break in this shit, you yeah, know? yeah. And then I'll get to that in a little bit, but I just but be, shortly after this, you know, they fall in love, and then shortly, Isabel becomes pregnant, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and then because of this, like Jimmy starts being more responsible. He starts working, mm -hmm. you know, just like, like, like a man should, Yeah. you know, and then it goes to the scene where she's going to give, where she gives birth. Yes. Right. And heartbreaking fucking scene, man. It's just, uh, she gives birth, but there's complications, man. Yeah. It's fucking sad. Mm -hmm. She eventually dies giving birth to Carlitos, mm -hmm. their son. And I just got to say this, man. Jimmy Smith, man, the fucking acting in this is brilliant, man. Yeah, when he confronts a doctor. He confronts the doctor. Mm -hmm. and he says, he says, you killed my wife. And it's like, dude, the, the doctor didn't kill your wife, man. Yeah. You know, but he needed to find a scapegoat. Yeah. You know, and he just uses him. And it's just more fucked up, too, that he's like, oh, what's her name? He's like, you don't even know her fucking name. Yeah. And then he goes to punch the wall. 
but it goes boom transition to breaking the glass mm -hmm. which is the what they were talking about how he got into prison from the first place in robbery yep i thought the transition to that is fucking mwah, chef's kiss right there bro mm -hmm. that is fucking great yeah you could tell i love that scene you dude. could tell that he's got a lot of pain right because i mean he bonded with isabel you know, mm -hmm. that first night when they made love uh we find out that isabel witnessed her father dying in front of her eyes so yep. that that's kind of what connected them together and now isabel dies which is like just a true kick to the gut like after he opens up and you know gets close with her she dies so yeah. he just is like fuck my life i have nothing left yeah it's it's heartbreaking man and and because of this he goes back to a life of crime mm -hmm. and when he breaks the glass dude uh, if you notice, dude, uh, Emilio, a young Emilio Rivera is right there with him. Mm, I didn't. His name is Tamalito. He tells him that. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are not familiar with Emilio Rivera, if you watch uh, the Mayans, he is the lead Mayan in Sons of Anarchy and in the show The Mayans. So nice little fucking tidbit right there. He's real young in it. Nice. So it goes back to jail. Mm -hmm. And because of this shit, man, um, the, the grandparents have to take care of Carlitos, man. Yeah. And that is fucking tough, man. Yeah. And I have experience. I remember waking up every few hours when my boy was was small. Mm -hmm. So I was young. I was 21. I was a young adult. Mm -hmm. It was hard for me at that time. Imagine like elderly parents, you know, trying to do this <laughs> shit. And what I do like about this too is that Paco, the one narrating, he says, well, we couldn't do it because Irene was living mm -hmm. her other life. Yeah, big family. Tony, Tony and David had, were out Too helping busy. other people, mm -hmm. you know, and then Memo and I were single and had nothing to do with you know <laughs> yeah. so because of this shit the grandparents have to fucking take care of carlitos man yep yep and good on them man because like uh you know nothing like a grandmother's love bro you know what i mean yeah your grandparents for that for that yeah. matter you know uh and then we'll go into the scene where where paco meets uh jimmy visits him i should say at the prison and he fucking tells him like uh like he needs he needs a father and Jimmy's saying no. Like I don't I don't want anybody to visit me. I don't want anything. Like he's fucking hurt, bro. Yeah, he just says, you know, pretend like I'm dead. I don't want to see nobody. I don't want to have nothing to do no, nothing. All I have is, you know, these four walls and the time that I'm doing is gonna do me. Like that's all he says. It's like, yeah. fuck, that's some cold ass shit, cold dude. Cold shit, brother. Exactly. Yeah. I have that in my notes actually. Cold mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So uh, to fast forward a little bit, after four years, Jimmy finally comes out of jail, man. Yeah. And he meets Carlitos for the first time. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it's, it's hurtful, man, when they meet because he's like, oh, this is your, this is your, the, the Jose, right? The grandfather. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is your, your dad. And he's like, oh, I don't have a father. Yeah. Ooh, right there, bro. That would have fucking killed me, man. Well, Jimmy comes up, dude. And like, he's talking to his father and he's saying, you know, yeah. I, I'm going to get out of here. I, I. I need to get away. And then, you know, Jose tells him, you know, you need to be a father. Yep. And he's like, I can't do that shit. You know, maybe someday at a better time. And Jose says, you know, there's no better time than now. Yep. And so he's ready to leave. And then um, as he's leaving, that's when he sees Carlitos. And they, uh, you know, something changes in him. Yeah. He changes him. And then he actually, actually, he actually fucking tries to be there for him. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he comes around, doesn't say how long uh, later it is, but he tries to, Bring him a toy. Yeah, buys him a nice ass toy. Yeah, he fucking does Disneyland not, he, tickets. Yeah, doesn't fucking he doesn't want to hear it, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, he even though he's like fond of like spaceships and shit like that, yeah. he doesn't give a fuck about this toy. Yeah, you know, he's a disrespectful little motherfucker, by the way. Yeah, he's a piece of <laughs> shit. Well, 
That's what the, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I won't say because he's a kid. Say it, bro. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> All right. Dude? Well, he's a, he's say a, it how it is. He's a little piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, and I like Jimmy Smith's acting, like you say in this dude, one, yes. because he's hurt too. Like once um, he doesn't want to go to Disneyland with him, and he's like, you know, I don't blame him. It's not his fault. You know, I always thought he was gonna be there for me, but I was never there for him. So you know, fuck me. Like in the hurt in his voice, dude. dude it's like yes. uh, he nails it, man. Yes, brother. And then mm -hmm. here's another thing. Whenever Jimmy Smith's character has a heart-to-heart -heart talk, uh -huh. it doesn't matter if it's with his mom or with Paco in the prison uh -huh. or with their father. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll get into the farewell part in a little bit. Yeah. But, dude, like, the the way his voice is, yeah. he can hardly make eye contact with the person. And you can see in his fucking eyes, he's tearing up, bro. Yeah. It is so believable. It is fucking great, man. Yes. Jimmy Smith fucking kills all these fucking, like, heart-to-heart -heart talks, man. Yeah. He is fucking phenomenal in this, man. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. You know, as heartbreaking as it is, bro, I, I fucking love this scene. Man. Any yeah. of those heart-to-heart -heart talk scenes, man. Yeah. I love it. So because of this, man, and he he realizes that Carlitos wants nothing to do with him, mm -hmm. he says his farewells, man. So he tells his dad, like, hey, I'm out of here. I'm going out to, like, Texas or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. San Antonio, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Around there. So he says, he's tell everybody I said bye and all this stuff. So then this is where I go back to that one scene really early in the movie where uh they have that corn talk right mm -hmm. so while jamie's saying his farewell to his dad you see in the back carlitos fucking up the corn yes so he knows he's like he's like oh man uh, i know i fucked up and then jimmy being a father goes up to him and says oh you know you know you didn't mess anything up you can just get this corn and do this so what ends up happening is the corn talk that he had he got from his dad yeah. when he was a kid, he's doing that now with his son, man. Yeah, that's how he reads. And I just thought it was fucking great, man. Mm -hmm. And then again, once again, another fucking heart to heart talk. Mm -hmm. He is he promises Carlitos, I'll never leave you ever again. And like you just see like the pain in his fucking face, dude. Yeah. Tearing eyes, good shit, man. I I I was already a fan of Jimmy Smith's man, because I had seen him <laughs> in part, but this one, I was like, dude. I am going to go out of my way to watch more shit from Jimmy Smith, man. Yeah, everything I've seen him in, he does really well. awesome, man. I love it, dude. Like, mm -hmm. he, he nailed these fucking, like, scenes, man. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to know, man, like, if, like, the directors said, like, cut. Or how many times did it take him to do this? Because this shit was fucking perfect, man. I don't know. I love it, man. It's a good shit. And that's pretty much, like, the ending of the movie. Because once he, like, realizes, all right, like, this is my son. This is going to be my new life, right? Yep. So then it transitions to Jose and uh, Maria yeah, reminiscing. Yep. Yes, reflecting, reminiscing about their lives and stuff like that. They look at the nice pictures. You get that nice shot of uh, Chucho's old uh, mm -hmm. picture. When he was young. Yeah. And she says to Jose that they're thankful for God for the, for the life that they've lived, uh -huh. even though their fucking life was like, it was pretty difficult, bro. Yeah, if, you, if you look back to like all the shit, like, mm -hmm. you know, being deported illegally, fine, yeah. like two years to get back. They never gave up on each other. Their, their, their kid was murdered. Yeah. Their daughter became a nun, got married. They did this go crazy. It's not, it was not simple by any means yet. They're still fucking thankful for the life that they have. Yeah. So I'm, I'm watching this and it's like, man, I should not be complaining about anything in my fucking life. If these <laughs> people are grateful for theirs. Yeah. No kidding, dude. Fuck. So it was good shit. And then they have like a, the background of LA mm -hmm. and credits roll, the ending of the movie. Fucking nice little like uh, ending for a movie that it leaves on a good note. Yeah. And immediately, dude, when the movie was over, dude, 
the first my initial thought was fuck dude how fucking good was jimmy smith in this movie man <laughs> that was my initial reaction yeah i was just blown away by him dude he was so fucking good man yeah he did a good job i feel like you and my mom should uh, <laughs> uh talk about jimmy schmitz together hey man i've only seen him in one <laughs> other thing we'll get to that real shortly uh but uh, overall bro what, what were your your thoughts about this movie when the movie ended uh you know i thought it was a good a good story you know it had its ups and downs it it was an easy story to follow right they don't yeah. they they don't really go back too much they mm-hmm. just go straight forward yeah you know and like um like as as far as like the especially the movies we've reviewed where like fucking yeah. timelines are fucking it. yeah this, it was nice to see a movie where it just here's a story yeah fucking, it, it just cuts through you know kind of like eras yeah but, we're, we're pretty much um going to paco's story as he's writing it mm-hmm. out you know yeah fucking, i loved it man i thought yeah. it was a fucking good movie yeah i've always liked this movie it, it reminds me a lot of my family you know the music you know the traditions the way people are um yeah it's just a great movie yeah we're gonna give it that ranking shortly dude but mm-hmm. before we do we're gonna get into some other work from uh some of these characters mm-hmm. that were in it man so let's first let's start off with uh and I'll, I'll be i'll be real honest brother like a lot of the as far as the the director and uh-huh. then like the three main characters in this movie i'll be real honest dude, that i have not seen a lot from them i've only seen like the the fucking basics that they're all really known from okay okay so we'll, let's start with the the director gregory nava here Okay. Uh, if if uh, I'm sure everybody's seen this movie, but if you're Mexican, you have no excuse. <laughs> you have seen Selena. Oh yeah, good movie. Uh, I would go as far as say that every Mexican should have this in their collection. Mm-hmm. I don't have it. <laughs> what? I don't, man. I uh, don't, but I should. Okay. I have I, it in mind. I guess I'm like a double whammy. Not only am I Mexican, but half my family's in Texas. So hey, you know, Selena is a god to that half of the family. Yeah. That is right. Yep. Yeah. Anything for Salinas, man. Anything for Salinas. Very good movie. Also, uh, he he didn't direct this movie, but he I think he wrote the screenplay of it. It was uh, the movie Frida. Oh, okay. Yeah, Frida Kahlo is the biopic of her. Okay. Uh, with Salma Hayek in it, so he didn't direct it, but he he has some credits in it. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's go to let's go to Jamie Smith now. He was the fucking star in this man. Mm-hmm. Fucking loved him in this. Yep. And the only other thing I ever saw him in was Sons of Anarchy, man. And I fucking loved them there. And dude, Nero Padilla was a fucking great character. Yeah. Loved him in that. Have you seen him in anything else, bro? Yeah. He... Any, anything that, uh, not just the viewers, but I myself would go out of, I should go out of my way to check out? Yeah, he was a really good villain in Dexter. And one mm-hmm. of the, the earlier seasons, I want to say like around season three or four, um, his buildup was good. I mean, his acting was great in that series. I've seen him a lot in um, other things, but... Uh, something's really jumping out at me right at this moment. But yeah, my mom's always been a huge fan of Jimmy Smith. So, yeah, I gotcha, definitely man. have exposure. Yeah, I only saw a couple episodes of Dexter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I need to go out of my way and just check out more shit from Jimmy Smith, man. He was, I fuck, I love them in this, Yeah, man. you should. Yeah, and then uh, next character we're going to get into is uh, Chucho, played by S.A. Morales. And honestly, the only thing I've ever seen him in is like, obviously, La Bamba, man. Right? <laughs> I've seen him around. Uh, one of my favorite movies is Bad Boys. Not the one with Martin Lawrence and, uh, <laughs> and Will Smith. And Will Smith, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, this was a 1980, I don't know, I want to say like 81. It was early 80s, but it, mm. it starred him and Sean Penn. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're, uh, they're kind of like delinquents in a youth prison, juvenile, huh. juvenile prison. 
Um, he does a really good job there. He plays again, like you say, uh, like the the gangster, the pachuco, the stereotype. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But he does a really good job. He's really young. So is Sean Penn. Okay, uh, definitely check that movie out if you uh, if I'll you're out there. I'll pencil that listening. one down, brother. Yep. Fuck yeah, thank you. Uh, actually, dude, I got a La Bamba story. Go you for don't it. Mind. <laughs> yeah. All right, so this is way back, almost fucking fifteen years ago, man. When I was taken off to Thailand, mm-hmm. I had a friend at the time who didn't want me to go to Thailand. Okay. Because she told me that she had this feeling that the fucking plane was going to crash. Jesus. How shitty is that to tell me, dude? You know? Exactly. That's the last thing you want to tell somebody right? about to get on a fucking plane. Yeah. So I remember she she was like trying to convince me to not fucking go. She's mm-hmm. like, aren't you afraid of flying? And I remember saying, I've seen La Bama about a hundred times. I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Did, you so, have a, did you have a coin toss right before? Fuck no. <laughs> I knew exactly what I wanted to do in life, bro. That was travel this fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. fucked up world. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a little La Bamba story right there. Mm-hmm. And about S.A. Morales, before we go into the next character, is that I also saw him in a show called Ozark. Mm. It is a Netflix original Please go out of your way and watch that show, Ozark. It is a great fucking show. Loved it. Mm. I think it's it's all over. So if you haven't watched it, binge watch it all and fucking thank me later, man. Yeah. By now you shall have watched it, man. Yeah. Great fucking show. And then we're going to end it with Edward James Olmos. Mm-hmm. And again, brother, I've only seen him in like the, the obvious stuff. You know, American Me. Yep. Uh, Stand and Deliver. Yep. Selena, obviously. Mm-hmm. Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Never seen them in like any movies that I feel are, are are fucking hitting gems. Yeah. What about you? Have you seen them in anything else? Uh, nothing's really jumping out at me. Um, so we're on the same boat on this one then. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. man. Yeah, but Edward James almost is always great. Oh, I also saw him in an episode of George Lopez, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, other than that, man, if uh, anybody has any some some Edward James almost movies that you would recommend please let us know yeah uh, i always every time i've seen him he's always been fucking great so mm-hmm. let us know man and uh with that brother i think it's time it's that time bro it's time to wrap it up and give this damn good movie a ranking what do you say i think i'm ready do it brother okay so first off i gotta say man that this movie was very enjoyable it was an easy watch mm-hmm. okay again Jimmy Smith was fucking amazing. I'm going to go out of my way and say like Jimmy Smith and S.A. Morales, in my opinion, were the two best as far as performances go. Yeah. Very fucking good. The other characters were like good to great, uh, good to solid. Not, uh, not there wasn't really any bad performances here. Yeah. I, I even thought the kids were doing, did yeah. pretty damn well, yeah. you know? Um, the direction was good, uh, you know? And then again, like there's nothing, uh, I was late to the party for this. Mm. So, going and watching seeing a lot of familiar actors in this was real nice for me to see um i will i will keep going out of my way to watch this movie uh i fucking loved it man i'm gonna give it a fucking seven out of ten man Ooh. this was a very good it's not quite elite range and here's why it's because i think i need to rewatch it maybe a couple more times before i i appreciate it even more yeah i'm pretty sure if i keep rewatching this man it will eventually be an elite range but for the i've only watched it two times mm-hmm and I really much enjoyed it, man. And again, a shout out to the good brother, Eric Villalpando, for for uh, suggesting this movie, man. This was fucking awesome. Thank you, brother. Cheers to that. So yeah. a 7 out of 10 for me. Not quite lean range, but still a damn good a grade, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and I want to tell our audience uh, that uh, Manny and I don't discuss our ratings beforehand. So it's usually a shock when we hear each other's. So I'm going to go ahead and jump in to give my rating right now. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, it's also a 7 out of nice, 10. Nice, man. 
I first saw this movie back in God, it must have been '96. My, my family loved it. You know, my mom owned the movie. Uh, uh, the VHS played it many times. This is a great movie. It's especially if you're a Mexican American. My family has many similarities. It's kind of like watching my family story almost. You know, the struggle, the hardships. Uh, my family still lives in LA. You know, they haven't moved far. So definitely hits close to home. A lot of nostalgia for this film. I love it. Uh, seven out of 10 for me. And that's just because it's not a perfect film, but it's one of those comfort films that yes. you, can, you can always watch. Like, this is a movie that when I'm coming home from work and I feel like shit, I can throw on and, you know, watch any day of the week. And those films definitely have a place in my heart. So, well yes. said, brother. Mm -hmm. Love it. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to rewatch it. Uh, definitely around Cinco de Mayo weekend yeah. because we're doing this now. Uh -huh. uh, I think it's just going to be a tradition of mine now. Yeah. Now, now because of this, man. That's yeah, definitely a good one. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. And we're going to wrap it up right there, man. So thank you so much to all of you who took the time out of their busy days to check out this review. Please join us next week. It's going to be fucking dope. Mm -hmm. I won't tell you which one. You're going to have to <laughs> wait for a little bit until the very, very end, if you know, you know. <laughs> and remember to be kind to one another. I'm looking at you, Ellen. <laughs> all right. And uh, nothing else to say, but besides cheers and peace. Mwah. Lates. See you later. Thank you again for joining us to the very end. Please join us next week as we review our very first animated film. And that movie is Spirited Away. So go ahead and check out the movie and then join us for the discussion portion of the show. Love to all and bottoms up. <laughs> <laughs>